Hello and welcome to Leeds Voices, the new weekly podcast brought to you by the University of Leeds. I'm Alex Regan and for episode three we're looking at food waste and the cost of living crisis. And one person who's tried to find solutions to both these issues is Leeds alum and Too Good To Go co-founder Jamie Crummy. Jamie graduated from Leeds with a degree in law in 2014, but during his studies he was shocked to see the horrendous amount of food waste during his year abroad in Australia. This led him and fellow student Christopher Wilson to work on fixing the problem of food waste. With the help of University Spark funding, they co-founded the Too Good To Go app in the UK, which allows businesses and restaurants to sell their surplus food in surprise bags at a significantly reduced rate. This leads to a bargain for shoppers and ensures good food doesn't land in the tip. Ed Newbold spoke to Jamie earlier this year about his journey from law student to entrepreneur. For a long while, I never saw myself as an on- entrepreneur. I was maybe like an entrepreneur in denial. I would be probably what you would term as an activist. So, you know, as a kid, you know, my folks would bring me out on, you know, to different marches, on different picket lines and things like that. And, you know, I see a huge parallel now between, you know, activism and what I would term myself as is a social entrepreneur, you know, somebody who is trying to use business as a ve- vehicle for change. While I was at Leeds, I was uh, determined to become a, uh, a solicitor or a barrister. When people ask me, you know, how did I get into the world of food waste? Well, part of it is, is um, you know, because of my, my year abroad. So in my third year, I went over to Australia. And again, while I was out there, I got various different jobs, one of which was working at at an events organization, an events company. And that's where I first sort of got into the world of food waste itself. It was doing events for a couple hundred people where um, there was an obscene amount of food which was thrown away. And that was food that could have been preparatory waste uh, in the kitchen, plate waste in uh, on on the on the floor itself, or even through over overproduction. And you know, I've always been somebody who who challenges um, and somebody who's who's wanted to understand things. And for me, you know, that was the you know it was something that just didn't make sense. You know, why were we throwing so much food away? And it was a very like visceral experience, you know, having to throw plate after plate of food and filling up, you know, 150 litre bin after 150 litre bin. And, you know, the answers to the questions I had, you know, they weren't something that satisfied me. You know, it wasn't that the, the food itself was being redistributed in the community. As far as they could tell me, it wasn't being recycled. And so that for me, as I say, didn't didn't make sense. And so in Australia, that is where the, you know, it wasn't necessarily where that light bulb moment was, but it was certainly where the seed was planted for um, for me in the world of food waste. So I, you know, I, I graduate and that is then when I worked at uh, a few different NGOs and it was actually up in Leeds. I was volunteering with Amnesty and we were doing an event which was catered for by a group of people who repurpose food. And that itself was amazing. You know, it was brilliant that people were, were doing something 
with food that people had you know termed as waste and it was speaking to these people again in Leeds itself so a lot to thank for Leeds here but it was speaking to these people that super inspired me so as I say the the seed was planted in Australia but after speaking to these individuals I became you know empowered essentially yeah I was passionate about about this course because it just didn't make sense when I was aware of the you know the social environmental and fi- financial problems of food waste it just didn't it didn't add up to me but knowing something um or knowing something isn't right isn't enough you know and for me knowing and having that feeling of throwing food away was never something that sat right but being informed being educated about the wider issues of it as i say yeah compelled me to do something about it and see how we could actually ensure that food could be rescued before it hit in the uh, before it hit the bin in the first place so how we started was with a web shop a simple web shop with a shopify account um attached to it which allowed us to really demonstrate our our proof of concept uh, so it was a low a uh, relatively low investment to to create this but off the back of that it then gave us the impetus and the um uh the confidence to then build the application itself and with the with the spark program you know it was hugely instrumental in helping us in those early days i think first of all it gave us a roof over our heads and that was i know now we're we're all working from home and you know that seems very very different but for us actually having an office space in which to have bring um in which to have meetings which a place in which to you know ideate and and be creative and discuss problems in a in a you know in a more professional forum was was hugely valuable to ourselves uh, in addition to that there were you know there was some mentoring which came with it which was useful hey you know i think if we look back now it was uh, you know we probably could have uh, leaned on that a little bit more and 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 asked some of those questions and and be more receptive to that help but you know as we've gone on that journey we've we've recognized the importance of listening to others and 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 getting that support so that was as i say hugely valuable but importantly as well uh spark gave us some uh, some grant funding and that grant funding was instrumental to allow us to um to kickstart what has been a a hyper growth journey you're also sharing a room with other other businesses and um, with other entrepreneurs with other either students or alumni who were going through the same challenges as you who are asking those same questions of yeah how do you set up a business account what do we do to get registered with company house all of these like small which seem relatively small um questions right now you know articles of association when you first uh, first create the business itself you know you can be asking you know either the 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 uh, the team at spark itself or your um your fellow entrepreneurs or 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 fellow alumni from the very beginning what we've uh, what we've had to be is foot soldiers essentially and that's probably not not the best way to to term it but we've had to be um field sales operatives 
And what I mean by that is, even when we were at Spark, you know, we would wake up in the morning, we'd go out around Leeds, we'd be knocking on doors and drumming up interest, speaking to businesses directly to offer them our solution. Now, it wasn't, wasn't easy. Uh, yeah, you're trying to build a brand, you're trying to build a business, and people don't know who you are. So again, you know, we're very fortunate to those early adopters who took a chance on us back then because what we needed in order to grow Too Good To Go was to build our supply. And what I mean by our supply is the network of businesses who were listing their surplus food on our platform. the UK we have rescued 21 million meals from going to waste but globally we have rescued 199 million or 195 million meals from going to waste so we now operate in 17 countries globally we have around about 120,000 businesses fighting food waste with us and just over 100 million people using our app. I mean, there's a, there's a whole host of things that people can do to reduce, um, to reduce food waste themselves. And it starts really within the home. The, the mantra really in which to, to live by is like, buy what you need and eat what you buy. You know, we often, you know, we often, you know, buy too many things. You know, we put them in the fridge, we forget about them because life gets in the way. You know, we decide to go um, meet some friends or some family after work. Or perhaps we go out for dinner or, you know, we've had a long day and so we, we get a takeaway. And then that food that you'd intended to eat or, you know, that food you'd intended to cook ends up being wasted. So again, it's just, it's buy what you need and eat what you buy, I think is a, is a great sort of mantra in which to live by. But within that, there's ways, yeah, there's ways in which there are little hacks and tricks that people can do in the home. First off is like utilizing our, our freezers. You know, if we have a freezer at home, it's essentially a pause button for freshness. And you would be amazed as to as to what you can freeze. You can essentially freeze everything. Any certain uh, fruits and veg you cannot freeze. But what you can do is blanch cook them beforehand and then freeze them. So that would be anything from broccoli to spinach, etc. So utilizing utilizing your your freezer as a as a pause button for freshness. Within that as well, it's ensuring that you know your your fridge and freezer are at the right temperature. You know, your fridge should be at, uh, at five degrees, your freezer at minus 18. So small things like that will ensure that your food stays fresher for longer. What I would also encourage people to do is, is to, you know, do the, do the sniff test. So at Too Good To Go, we launched a campaign in January 2021 called Look, Smell, Taste, Don't Waste. And this was a campaign that we launched alongside a whole host of FMCG brands, the likes of uh, the likes of Nestle, Danone, PepsiCo, to print a label, look, smell, taste, don't waste, to be on best before products. 
And you know what people can do is is use this uh, use this uh, tool on products which have gone past their best before date. So it's you know smelling your milk uh, once it's gone beyond its best before date, tasting it to ensure that it's still of the quality that that, that you like. You know another tip that people can do is you know utilizing technology. So there's now like a whole host of you know, different food apps and different food platforms, you know, I'll plug to to go here as well, you know, another way in which, you know, people can, you know, reduce food waste by actually using food, which would have all, which was destined for the bin in the first instance. And then finally, you know, it's getting creative in the kitchen. You know, there's a gazillion types of recipes online, which can tell you, you know, lovely ways in which to upcycle the uh you know the lemon rind or you know what to do or how to bring um you know stale bread back to life all sorts of wonderful tricks like this which can which can help people to reduce food waste in their own daily lives we are a hugely ambitious organization you know we have really much been sort of built outside of or or sort of the genesis behind too good to go was the sustainable development goals And part of the SDGs was to halve food waste globally by 2030. Now, that is something, you know, you ask about what our ambition is long term. You know, it really is about significantly contributing to this uh, reduction of food waste. You know, that's seven years time is is hopefully we will reach a 50 percent reduction. You know, we then still have our work cut out after that to keep um, to keep helping businesses and, and to keep helping communities to, re- to reduce food waste even further. Thanks very much for listening to this episode of Lee's Voices. It was presented by me, Alex Regan, and produced by Ed Newbold. Lee's Voices is brought to you by the University of Leeds Advancement Team. You can follow us on social media at Leeds Alumni or get in touch by email at alumni at leeds.ac.uk. Mm-hmm.